from San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa, from coast to coast and around the world. Thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. And for those of you who like to type, you can type us, or I should say, Reach us at info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we talk about showing your love throughout the year, not just on Valentine's Day. Okay, and so for all of those of you that are still typing us or typing to us, I want you to think about this quote from Yoko Ono, and she said, there's a long life ahead of you, and it's going to be beautiful as long as you keep loving and hugging each other. And, you know, that's so true. That's what we're going to be talking about because you know, this whole idea of Valentine's Day and Valentine's the day and, and all of this. But we start each and every show here on One Extraordinary Marriage with a hug. And for those of you that are brand new, the hug is an opportunity for us to share with the entire one family. And it truly is a family for us mm-hmm. to share with the one family successes that are happening in marriages just like yours. Couples that are too busy or couples that are dealing with kids or couples that, you know, can't remember the last time they have sex, things like that. And that's where we share your stories and bring them into the community and use them to be a voice of hope for everyone else. And this week's hug is no exception. This week's hug is brought to you by one extraordinary marriages, seven days of sex challenge. And you can check that out at seven days of And because we are talking about Valentine's day, and we're going to be talking about some really unique ways to show you love your love. You've probably, for those of you that have been listening for a while, have heard us mention the seven days of sex challenge. And if you're brand new, I do want to tell you it is sex seven days in a row. So yep. let's just put that out there. And, and you, but more importantly than the sex is it's an opportunity for the two of you to really, to really work on all aspects of your marriage, because you can't focus on one area and not for growth and not see the other areas change as well. And, and to help you make this just, you know, a really special thing and not one more thing on the to-do list so that you can get all that you can out of the week that you choose to do the seven days of sex challenge. We've put together the how-to guide for it. It's called seven days of sex challenge. I mean, we're really, we keep it simple here at One Extraordinary Marriage because we want you to have ideas on how you can break out of your routine, how you can change your scenery and watch the transformation that's going to happen in your marriage. So you want to make sure that you pick it up this week, especially since Valentine's Day is coming. For those of you that are listening to the show when it's first released, um, you get that at sevendaysofsex.com. Don't yeah. miss that. Yeah, it's it's an Amazon bestseller. And we, we honestly have had so many folks who have picked this up and their marriages have been changed. Not just the sexual intimacy. I mean, that's a big part of it. It's a lot of the other stuff starts, a lot of that other stuff starts coming together. And we share a lot of stories of folks just like you in the book Mm -hmm. so that you can say, oh, that I I see myself there, you know, and there's some just great testimonials on couples that lives have been transformed. The hug that I'm sharing with you, you know, a lot of times we get hugs that are show up on iTunes or they get emailed into us. This one was actually a comment on an episode and it was episode 305, which was titled twice in one day. Right. And so this actually came in from a listener in Seattle and he goes on to say, your podcast has been influencing me a lot since I started listening. A friend suggested it to my wife and I, we figured we didn't need it. We have an extraordinary marriage, 10 years and counting. 
We've done marital and premarital coaching, co-officiated weddings together, coached men out of porn use, had our own 10-day sex challenge a couple years ago, and love changes of scenery. Great terminology, by the way. Yes. But as I listened, I realized your podcasts were full of ideas and suggestions we may never have thought of. In this message, twice in one day, you suggested starting in the morning, stopping before orgasm, and finishing at night. Mm-hmm. I almost fell out of my seat. That's the hottest idea I've heard in a long time. So we did it. We pulled apart before orgasm, went out to a movie, and well, you know. Okay, now I'm hooked. I stopped listening to new episodes, jumped back to number one, and even in the early days, you guys were full of interesting ideas, which is really good considering we've been doing this for six years. I especially tuned in on your message about being a servant to your spouse and family. Because of this message, I took a day off of work and let my wife have a break from watching our seven-month-old and three-year-old daughters, a much-needed daycation. And when you guys mentioned talking during the day, I invited my wife to have phone dates during my lunch break so she could get out more of her own words earlier in the day and not be so fatigued by boredom. I could go on. I hope you use this comment because I want people to know that your ministry is having an impact even in the marriages that don't need encouragement. That term makes me laugh now. Thanks for humbling us. Love you guys. Love it. I, hey, I want to thank your friend who shared the One Extraordinary Marriage Show with you and your wife. Thank you. Welcome to the One Family. It's an honor to have you guys join us. And I mean, gosh, what a great, what a great hug right there. I mean, twice in one day, it, go back and listen to that. That's something Elise and I hadn't done in so long, you know, and you know, it, it's just raised some folks up to just go, wow, that is interesting because we've done it in the past, but we haven't done it. Or, mm-hmm. you know, never even thought of that. So kudos to you guys for for taking it on and for all of you out there who have listened to that or haven't yet, but are going to and going to do that on your own. Well, and I think for me, the most powerful thing I took out of this message was here's a couple that really kind of felt like they were in a good spot right? Like things are going Mm -hmm. well. We've got that extraordinary marriage. And yet, one, they were open-minded enough to listen to something else Mm -hmm. just to say, hey, you know, what's out there? How do we grow? How do we learn? How do we we expand? And then two, when they heard something they, that like lit them up and got them all excited, they're like, you know what? We're going to try this. We're going to get plugged in. We're going to take our great marriage to an extraordinary level. And so for those of you that are thinking, you know what, I'm not going to share the show because like I don't have any friends that are struggling. You might have some friends that are in the good category that want to go great and they just need a little nudge to get there. You could be like this guy's friend who shared the podcast with him and his wife. And now look at, I mean, this couple is having lunch dates. He's coming home, taking a day off from work, giving his wife, you know, just a daycation. I mean, this couple is seeing transformation in their marriage and they've got little kids. So don't give me the excuse that little kids are keeping you from doing this because this guy is making it happen. So kudos to him. So, you know, now that I'm jumping off of Elisa's soapbox, uh, Valentine's Day is this week, everybody. And in case you've forgotten, it's if you're listening to the show when it is released on Tuesday, February 9th, you've got one, two, three, four, five days until Valentine's Day. It's coming. It shows up like clockwork every year on the 14th. And in case you aren't aware of that, um, you'll see it when you try and either buy flowers for your love or you try and make reservations. Flowers are now three times as much and reservations, good luck if you didn't make your reservation at Christmas time, right? And, and there's all of this, there's all of this emphasis put on the 14th, right? It, it's like, boom, just focusing on this one day and then the rest of the day, 
or the rest of the year, you know, there's 364, although this year you get 365, you got that bonus day. Um, you know, just, just kind of go about your business. And, and the truth is that love showing your love. Cause remember, in case you haven't heard us say this before, love is a verb. It's an action. It's not just this warm, fuzzy feeling. It's something that you do for the one that you profess to love. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the fact that like this year, Tony and I are celebrating our 20th anniversary in October, but we've committed to each month on the 5th celebrating our anniversary. So this past week, um, you know, we're school day. We're getting the kids ready for school. Tony's like, are you coming back to the house after I say no? And he's like, okay. And he just hands me this envelope. Well, inside the envelope is a manicure gift certificate. Oh, the angels were singing, right? Because he remembered, and this is part of how we're celebrating love every day. Right. And so, you know, here we are on Valentine's day and or leading up to Valentine's day. And I, I really want you to like, I'm hammering this point home guys, because when you're only focused on the 14th, it's like riding a roller coaster, right? And there's this roller coaster at Knott's Berry Farm here in Southern California, and it's called the Accelerator. Google it if you just need a little adrenaline rush while you're sitting in your seat. Because yes. this thing shoots out, it literally, like, I forget, maybe like 100 feet, and then it literally just, like, goes straight, what is that, Hor- vertical? Uh, yes. Straight up. It goes straight up like 200 feet. Yeah. It, it shoots out at like 60 to... I think it's like 85 miles an hour. Okay, 85 miles an hour. And then you go straight up like 200 feet. And then you sort of curve. turn, curve, and then you like corkscrew Drop. down. So yeah. so it's kind of like, you know, when I think about how most people view Valentine's Day and the love in their marriage, it's kind of like that. Like, you, like, you know, it's January. You start out really like guns blazing all the way to Valentine's Day. It's this huge acceleration up to Valentine's Day. And then at the very top on the 14th, going into the 15th, it just plummets. And you're just like, right over. And we don't want your marriages to look like that. Right. Right. We want you to have this idea that if I love my spouse every day, it's going to change the, the quality, it's going to change the temperament, it's going to change the, the feelings that I have about my marriage, it's going to change how I act, right? Because Valentine's Day, guys, it's one day. Right, and we've done, we've done shows over the six years, and we've, we've hammered on this, and, and you can go back and listen to some of the old ones. Probably of just like Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, not, not, like not even, not even doing anything on Valentine's Day, and, and we've shifted over in our, our own lives and our own marriage over that time, and, and it's almost a balance. It, for me anyways, it's a balance of, I want to celebrate. I do. As I've gotten older and I realize, um, just I want to be able to profess my love to Elisa. Mm-hmm. And yet, it doesn't happen just on that one day. So it's one of those things where, hey, if you want to go get flowers, hey, if you want to go get dinner, you want to do an ice cream date, or you want to just do a fun walk and you just sit at Starbucks and you get the, the latte with the heart on it. By all means, do it. What I would like to suggest and share is that that happens all the time. You know, it's happening on a monthly basis. It's mm-hmm. happening with those date nights. It's happening with you in- incorporating the intimacy lifestyle. It's happening with you guys holding hands. It's happening with like what Yoko Ono said in the quote at the top of the show, you're loving and hugging each other. Mm-hmm you know, for the long haul. And so we did a show sometime back, and I'll, I'll have to look and see which episode it is. You know, marriage is not 
all or nothing, mm. you, you know? And so what ends up happening is m- most of the time is like we, we run up to this, this Valentine's and it's, it, it's all, it's everything, it's everything. And then afterwards it's nothing, you know, it's all good or it's all bad, I think is what the show title was called. And, you know, Valentine's day is just one of those days we get to celebrate. But after that day, we still keep going. Our marriage isn't all bad after that day. It's still good. There's still good things that are happening. We just need to be able to take action in that. And if you guys want to check out that show, it's episode 218. It's not all good or all bad. 218. Okay. 218. There we go. Uh, and I, I want to you know, go back to something that you just said about you know this run-up. And I, and I just want to share our first Valentine's Day because... You know, part of what gets folks in trouble on Valentine's Day is your expectations. Right. So Tony and I had been together about six months, dating about six months by the time our first Valentine's Day came. And I was living in um, the Delta Gamma sorority house at DePaul University. And Tony was at CU Boulder. And go Buffs. Go Buffs. And uh, Valentine's Day was coming, right? And, you know, I'm thinking, I'm good. Like, he's going to show up, right? I mean, he's 18 hours away by car. I'm thinking he's going to show up and he's going to propose. Like, don't ask me why I had it in my head that he was going to propose. He hasn't heard the story. He didn't even read the show notes. So his eyes are like bugging out right now. And so that was like in my head, right? Because like we'd professed our love and I'm thinking this is headed towards marriage and, you know, it would be a few years later. So all day I'm kind of like, ooh, what's going to happen? And you can't live with 60 girls, you know, 60 collegiate girls and not have marriage and romance, especially on Valentine's Day, be a big deal, right? I mean, it's a huge deal. So about four o'clock, I get, you know, this announcement over the the intercom in the house, Elisa, you know, Elisa Torres, you have a delivery in the, in the entryway. And I'm like, he's here. And I go sprinting through the house, not graceful at all. And I come running down the stairs and there's, you know, the guy from the local flower shop and I got three red roses and I'm like, where's Tony? <laughs> where's my ring? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. And, and I spent everything I had to get three red roses. <laughs> Tell me. On Valentine's me. day, you know, long distance. Yeah. But here's the thing, you know, when I realized that all of a sudden, you know, I wasn't getting quite the Valentine's day that I was expecting. And yet I was getting Valentine's day, right? Tony was showing his love. Tony was demonstrating that he was thinking about me. And you know what? Those red roses, I, I held on to them for, a, a good long, long time until time. they disintegrated. I mean, it yeah. was years. I remember those. That I had those red roses because you know why? Because they were symbolic of where we were at that point in time. My own expectations, and some of you might need to check your expectations for Valentine's Day and for what you expect your love to do for you, right? Because sometimes, sometimes your expectations are so high that there's no way that your love mm. can reach them. Sometimes, you know, just like me, I'm thinking, you know, basically Tony's going to drive 18 hours. He's going to have purchased a ring and he's going to get down on the knees in the entryway to the Delta Gamma sorority house and propose to me. Yeah, it was a little over the top after six months of long distance dating. And I was like, wow, three red roses is a lot to be giving on this first (laughs) Valentine's Day. So that, but, but isn't that crazy? Cause that's the way we think sometimes, right? We're, we're different than our spouses. And Elisa is so right on with expectations of what you guys want or desire in your marriage on Valentine's day. Mm-hmm. And so if you're listening to this uh, and hopefully it's before Valentine's day and you know, for this year, and if, if it's for next year or the following year, you know, Talk to each other. Mm-hmm. 
Because what Elisa and I expect out of each other on Valentine's Day now is completely different than what it was then. And it's completely different than what you want. Right. And so really, you want to have an amazing and extraordinary Valentine's Day? Talk to your spouse about it. Let them know. We've shared this many, many a times. Your spouse does not have ESP. Your spouse can't read your mind. Your spouse cannot look in your eyes and know 100% that you want this, this, or that. And now, we're not saying it always has to be like a gift, a dinner. It may be you just want to be romanticized. You just want the candles lit in the bedroom. You may want your husband to just put the kids to bed so you can take a bath. You know, in the nice bubbles and flowers on top and candles lit in your bathtub. So if you haven't shared that, believe me, your husband or your wife is going to come up short. And what's going to end up happening is you're going to be frustrated. And then you're going to look at your Valentine's Day and go, this was the worst Valentine's Day ever. So let's just negate all that right now. Stop this. Stop it. And go ask your spouse. Or share with your spouse. Text them if you have to. Call them if if you can. If they're there, just share. Hey, you know, for Valentine's Day, how about we do something like this? Well, and and here's the beauty in that too, because I was actually talking to a coaching client this week and we were talking about this whole idea of ESP and he got very quiet on the phone. He's like, I I know, you're you're about to tell me that my wife doesn't have ESP. And I said, good, good. Because if you say it, then it sounds brilliant. If I say it, it just sounds like I'm nagging you again. And and that's kind of the way, you know, sometimes I feel like on the show, like we tell you over and over again and yet you still want them to have ESP. You want them to have ESP on Valentine's Day. You want them to have ESP the other 365 days of the year. And love... Guys, love takes many shapes and forms over the course of the year. You know, like Tony brought up Valentine's Day. And this year, we're really not even celebrating Valentine's Day on the 14th. Right. We're not. Because I'm speaking at an event here in San Diego. So um, for those of you, we'll actually put a link to it. It's this epic fight event here in San Diego at a boxing rink. And yeah, I'm going to be talking on the seven days of sex challenge. So, you know, those of you in San Diego, pick up the book and then come see me. Um, that's going to be during the day. And then that night on the 14th at 5 p.m. We're actually going to be um, on stage at C3 and we're going to put, we're going to, that's going to be live streamed. So any of you that have been like, oh, I'd love to see Tony and Elisa live. Um, we're going to have a link in this week's show notes to where you can actually be a part of that service uh, and watch it live from wherever you are, 5 p.m. Pacific time on the 14th. So we could be a part of your Valentine's Day talking about love and marriage and that type of stuff. But that's the 14th. So you know when we're celebrating? The 19th and 20th. Yep. And and you know what's okay about that is that we've talked about it, right? Because for us, it's not the day, it's the days. Right. And, and we talked about what we wanted to do. So we've been blessed. My folks are going to come down and they're going to watch the kids and they're going to hang out. And so we wanted a, we wanted an experience. We want to have you know an experience together. And it's something that Elise and I have been wanting to do for a long time is do a cooking Mm-hmm. class together. And so we found something on Groupon Gotta right here. Groupon. Yep. Right here in Del Mar or Solana Beach. I think Solana I Beach. Think Solana Beach. A restaurant. They do this cooking class. We're actually making our meal as well as they're, they're preparing for folks that are coming in, I think, mm-hmm. that evening for right. dinner. And so we're going to spend a couple hours together cooking with 
a chef and I'm sure the team there. And then if, we... If we can periscope, we will. Yeah, if, if we, we can, can. We, we'll, we'll probably periscope it because that'd be awesome. And then, you know, we got a, a nice hotel that mm-hmm. we're going to just hang out in Del Mar. We, we love our coast. And so it, it's sort of on the south side of Del Mar, which allows us to do what we love very much so when we get away is our walk and talks. Mm-hmm. So it, it gives us the ability to to park our car, hang out, culminate our seven days of sex challenge. Which we will be starting on the 13th. So the any 13th. of you that are like, hey, I want to do that seven days of sex challenge. Um, if you want to know that you've got some built-in accountability, because Tony and Elise are going to be doing it too, we're going to be doing it from the 13th to the 19th. Yep. Um, so That's pick up of- your book so you can join along with us and have some ideas. Right. And then, but again... We realized that just with what's happening, we talked, we figured it out. It didn't happen just like that. It wasn't one conversation we're done. It was multiple conversations that allowed us to get to this point. Mm-hmm. And so we had to ebb and flow and we had to figure out different things. But if we didn't ever bring it up, it would have never happened. Yeah. And, and the thing about that is it, it's not just the conversation. It's, you know, Tony mentioned our walk and talks. And I know you guys hear about that a lot on many of our shows. It's it's the ordinary things. And there was a great article for those of you that are Costco members. There was a great article in the last Costco magazine uh, about Costco members. You know, they always put it in the back of the magazine, you know, like who who shops at Costco, that type of thing. And there was this couple, they did an article on it. It was called Ordinary Wednesdays. And this is a couple that from when they first started dating designated Wednesdays as their, as their day together. And it's a day that they like, you know, do their Costco shopping, you know, grocery (laughs) shop, you know, this, it's all the ordinary stuff, but you know what this couple has decided to do? They've decided that they're going to do it together with a very intentional spirit of just being present in the moment, doing the ordinary things, right? Because when you're, when you're shopping at Costco, I mean, let's face it. um, If you time it right and you get all the samples, it's like dinner and you know, a date, a date all at the same time. I mean, Costco samples, <laughs> right. come on guys. But, but they've built. And then if you don't fill yourself up there, then go to, go the, to the food court, to the, fo- the food court, get your ice cream yep. or a piece of pizza. Um, you know, but they've, they've created this culture in their marriage where Wednesdays are their day together. Now they do other things. Yes. They go out on dates, but they've, they've taken the ordinary and made it extraordinary by being intentional about it. And I love this. And it was an idea that I wanted to bring to you guys because I'm thinking how many of you, um, you know, have to like take the kids to school? How many of you have to go grocery shopping? How many of you have to do laundry or fold laundry or do these kinds of things? Guess what? Every single one of you should probably be raising your hand because one or both of you in your marriage does this, right? So what if, what if in this next week you said, you know what? We're going to make the ordinary extraordinary. We're going to find ways to connect over the seemingly ordinary things that we have to do in our lives. And we're going to do them together or we're going to, you know, do it with conversation or we're going to do it with intentionality. And we're just going to love being in the moment while we're folding the underwear. You know, it's not the most romantic thing, but guess what? When you're like, you know, tossing the underwear around or the socks or in Tony's case, we're not tossing socks around because his socks disappear. Get lost. Um, so socks aren't a good thing for us, but, yeah. but you know what I'm saying guys? It's like, you want Valentine's day to be a way of life. You want showing your love to be a way of life. Then you've got to take those ordinary moments 
and infuse them with the extraordinary. And where that comes from, that comes from what's inside of you. It comes from how you look at the person that you're married to. I mean, there are times when I'm really glad that we don't have a video camera on when we first start podcasting, because like today, Tony's doing the intro, and I'm just making these funny faces at him, right? And he's trying so hard not to laugh while he's like, I got to get through the intro, but she's making these faces, right? Well, I mean, how many times, guys, we have 300 and I don't know, what's this, 310? 310 shows that we've been doing the intros for. It's a pretty ordinary thing in our life, right? But still, we find a way to bring joy into it. We find a way to have fun in it. We go for a walk three or four times a week, but we still hold hands and we still talk. We go to the grocery, now that our kids are older, we go to the grocery store together without kids. It's romantic. Let me tell you, when you don't have kids around, virtually anywhere, can be romantic. Hey, and I, I want to share this one sexual intimacy, romantic, that romance. Wow, that is like set. Like, do you guys just hear the pressure going up right now? No, it's I'm not like, pressure. Whoa. But but I, I did bring this up to Elisa, and and <laughs> hey, someone in the one family brought this up, so I want to bring it up because I think it's great. So he says, "Hey, Tony, Elisa, have you ever tried having sex twenty times in one day?" And when I first saw that, I was just like, "You're amazing." <laughs> no <laughs> you know like what are you talking about and, and he goes no the first 19 don't include orgasm the man wears some loose shorts she wears a skirt and basically whenever you can find a safe spot you have a real quick encounter finish at night and i just thought about that you know as we're talking you know what i mean just like i, I just wow. want everyone to know i don't have a skirt on right now i know i'm in jeans <laughs> but what I mean, what a way to just sort of like take something that we do often, right? Which is we encounter each other in a sexual way and take it to a different level. And that's being, you you know, you guys do your, you're, you're doing your ordinary stuff throughout the day. And how would this shift? And Elise and I, have, we've talked about this a couple of times, haven't done it yet. And yet it's something that is on my mind. I don't know if it's on hers. You know, she's sort of, yeah, what? But but again, I, I just think of our days. Mm-hmm. And they're, you're not going to come to the Tony and Elisa's house and see us just like loving, hugging, holding hands and, and just like in this perpetual state of joy. We have lives. We have businesses. We have kids. We have friends that are going through difficult times. We got family members. We got parents. You know, we have all this going on. And yet I'm always trying to think of ways that we can sometimes take what's happening in our lives, the ordinary stuff, and making it extraordinary, adding something to it. So that way we do have fun. If the kids are around, why can't we just drop into the bathroom and have a real quick, you know, just a quick encounter? Mm -hmm. Boom. And then in the evening, finish off, you know, so just something to throw in there. For Valentine's Day, for some of you, hey, for I some of you so may want to do, may not want to. Well, hold on. Some of you may not want to do the seven days of sex challenge. This may be for you. It may be five, ten. It may be twenty times in a day. I don't know. Share with us info at one extraordinary marriage. Uh, info at one extraordinary marriage dot com. Sorry about that. And I'd love to hear what you guys do. I, I think this would be wonderful to share with the one family. <laughs> if you all could have seen his little grin on his face when he's like, "I'm just putting it out there," right? And then he just looks at me like. It's the same look he had on his face eight years ago when he proposed the 60 Days of Sex Challenge. And we all know <laughs> where that got us because here we are eight years later, 310 podcasts, yeah. numerous books yep. and things like that. So Valentine's Day. It's yep. five days away. 
And we want this to set the tone for your best year ever, mm-hmm. right? I want you each to look at Valentine's Day and say, you know what? This year, we're not just making it about one day. This year, we're making it about 2016. We're making it about how I can show my love to my spouse every day, right? In different ways, big, small. You know, some of them are going to be like, whoa, and some of them are going to be like, wow. And they all matter. Guys, they all matter. True. And it's it's making the decision that you are going to love every day. Like if you want to make one decision on Valentine's Day, make the decision that you're going to love every day. Mm-hmm. Because if you make that decision, then everything else is going to fall into place. When you both make that decision, marriages are transformed because it becomes about, it becomes about the moments that you put together and not just the moment that defines your marriage. You know, and so I'm just, I'm so excited. I mean, obviously a lot of what we do at One Extraordinary Marriage wraps up around these, these days and seasons that are all about love. And yeah, you know, it's going to be a great day speaking on the 14th and we're going to have a lot of fun being on that live stream. And, and we hope that a lot of you will join us and, and that type of thing. And we'd love to hear, you know, your feedback on that. And, and just, you know, that's one day. It's just like, this is one show, but like that hug that we read at the beginning, one show, one day leads to the next day. And before you know, when you string enough of these, uh, of these positive actions together, you have the extraordinary. And, and, and if you get nothing out of the show, know that it is our deepest and strongest desire that your marriage be the extraordinary. Yep. The first step, the first step, you got to take the first step of your journey. And so we are wishing you guys a happy and awesome Valentine's Day. And for many days, you know, we're not hashtagging this best year ever for nothing. You know, we're going out there because we want you to press in in different ways, in different areas of your lives and make this the best year ever in your marriage, in your life. So let's go out there. Let's have an awesome Valentine's Day. Hit us up. Start your seven days of sex challenge. Do whatever you want to do to expand it, to take it to that next level. Share it with us. We'd love to hear it. You guys have an awesome week. We love you guys. Take care. And we'll catch you next week.